I'm Matthew Moore, and this is Down Ballot, a podcast about politics and government on the local level. In our final episode, we'll discuss another ballot measure for Arkansas. Issue 2, Change State Legislative Term Limits Amendment. Plus, the story of a first-time voter. Stick around. Over these last three weeks, we've tried to understand one of the most intentionally vague and confusing elements of the voting process, ballot measures. And today might be the cherry and whipped cream atop the confusion Sunday. Issue two, change state legislative term limits amendment. Let's start by looking at the ballot title and summary. When you step into the polling booth and arrive at issue two on your ballot, here is what you'll read. The ballot title, a constitutional amendment to be known as the Arkansas Term Limits Amendment and amending the term limits applicable to members of the General Assembly. And the ballot summary. A constitutional amendment to amend the term limits applicable to members of the General Assembly to be known as the Arkansas Term Limits Amendment. Well, that's helpful, right? (laughs) First of all, the ballot title and ballot summary are kind of the exact same thing here. Plus, what is this summarizing? Amending the term limits in what way? Making them longer? Making them shorter? Eliminating them altogether? Reading that summary, you'd have absolutely no indication of what this amendment is doing for the term limits. And unfortunately, it was written this way on purpose. Representative Jim Dodson from District 93 is one of the main co-sponsors of this measure. Here he is being interviewed on KLRT in Little Rock. It was discussed, debated, how much of a lengthy ballot title. It's hard to explain a bunch of stuff in a ballot title. So the majority opinion on it was to go with a shorter ballot title and let people do their own research on it. Well, lucky for you, I'm here to provide you with some research on it. Term limits for Arkansas politicians go all the way back to 1992. A constitutional amendment passed limiting executive officials, like governors, to just two terms, state senators to two terms, and state representatives to three terms. That meant that a governor or state senator could serve for eight years and state reps serve for just six years. In 2004, a new ballot measure was voted on which wanted to double the term limits for state reps from three terms to six, as well as extend limits on senators from three terms to four. That was opposed by over 70%. In 2014, the legislators tried a new strategy. The ballot measure looked like it was an ethics issue, looking to regulate the impact that lobbyists can have on politicians. But the very 
very last little bit of the ballot measure mentions, in passing, that it was also about setting term limits. As you may remember from our first episode, Jerry Cox mentioned this issue as an example of deceptive ballot measures. They didn't tell you that it was extending the length of terms or the length of time that a lawmaker could serve in office. So I remember going to vote with my 20-something-year-old son. And I said to him, I said, Richard, now you're going to see a term limits measure on the ballot, and it's going to look like it's to, like, tighten down how long a person can serve in office. I said, but it actually extends how long they can serve in office. And so um, we talked about uh, that on the way to vote, and he and I walked out together, and he said, Dad, I would have voted wrong on that if you hadn't explained it to me ahead of time because it appeared to a lot of people that this was to limit terms, not extend them as it, as it ended up doing. So a lot of people voted for it. It passed. That's right. The 2014 measure passed. So as it stands right now, the current term limits look like this. You can serve for up to 16 years as a state rep or state senator or a combination of both in the Arkansas General Assembly. Okay, so 2020, here we are. We know this ballot title and summary are confusing, to say the least. We know there's a history of that. Let's dig into what this ballot measure we're voting on actually says. The way that it looks here is that on its face, it would seem that there is more strict term limits. And I think that's kind of intentionally put forth this way. What we're looking at is currently as it sits in the General Assembly, you have a 16-year lifetime limit. Right now, what we're looking at is it would be a 12 consecutive years term limit. But I think where we're seeing the difference is that there's a caveat of a four-year break. Can you talk a little bit about the language around that? I sure can. That's Tom Steele. Maybe you've seen Tom on your local news wandering around Arkansas with a big Trojan horse in opposition to issue two and issue three on this year's ballot. We'll get more into the Trojan horse in just a bit, though. Don't worry. First thing to know is these new term limits do not apply to the current guys, plus the legislators are being elected this time. It doesn't apply to them until they've maxed out under the current system. So anyone who is either already in office or maybe newly elected this cycle will be grandfathered in. These new term limits will not apply to any of them. Then they can continue to serve for life under these new limits, okay? Serve for life? I thought these were stronger term limits. Well, sort of. Under these new term limits... An assembly member elected in 2022 will only be able to serve for 12 years instead of 16 years. But here's the catch. They have to take a four-year break before they can run for office again. According to Representative Jim Dotson, the guy who sponsored this measure, that's an effective tool to stop politicians. Generally speaking, less than 5% of legislators ever return after leaving office. Seems pretty reasonable. But remember, there has never been a law in the books before that required politicians to take a break. And if a politician really wants to go around that loophole, there's a more devious route. Here's Tom again. One of the most significant things is that 
They don't have to serve 12 years and sit out four. They could serve 10 years and sit out one two-year term because the, the restriction is 12 consecutive years. So if you only serve 10 and take a term off, you just set, reset the clock. Well, you could serve 10 on, two off, 10 on, two off, and then serve 12 or 14. That would be somewhere in the neighborhood of, you know, 34 years out of 36 years, uh, 38 years. This is a pretty extreme example, right? 10 years on, two off, 10 on, two off, then 14 years on? It is technically possible, though, and someone might actually try it. It kind of reminds me of a sign I saw the other day. I went with my wife to Devil's Den State Park to go on a hike, and at the beginning of the trail, there was this sign that said, No Repelling Allowed. Granted, I'm pretty scared of heights, but can you imagine why there would need to be a sign like that at the base of the trail? Probably because someone actually tried it. One of the major complaints about issue two is the deception of the ballot measure, which brings us back to Tom and his Trojan horse. That horse dates back to 2014. It's been widely publicized by so many publications in Arkansas, every newspaper, you know, that that was a fraud. The idea that they put that one little line of this, that establishing term limits, and then they literally gut term limits. That ballot title was considered a Trojan horse trying to sneak this stuff by the people. And so we decided they're, they're trying to do the same thing. They're trying to slip this term limit thing by the people without telling what it does. They know for a fact that they tell the people what this thing does and term limits creates, I mean, lifetime politicians, gets rid of lifetime limits. These guys can serve for life. They know they lose. All right. So let's get back to issue two here. What does a yes vote mean? And what does a no vote mean? A yes vote means that you were in support of the new term limits, which would mean that a person could be a state representative or state senator or any combination of the two for 12 consecutive years, but would be required to sit out for four years before returning again. These new limits would, however, exclude any current or newly elected legislatures from these new term limits, and they would abide by the 16-year limit. A no vote means that you oppose the 12 years on, 4 years off limit, and the current limits of 16 years would still be in place. Jim Dodson is the state representative for District 93. Tom Steele is the chairman for Arkansas Term Limits. We'll be right back. Back in March, I was working on a story about young voters. I had the pleasure of meeting Rachel Sanchez-Smith. At the time, Rachel was a senior in high school and heavily involved with her student newspaper and political groups. We sat down for a traditional interview, and at the end of it, I asked her if she would mind doing a little extra work for me. I asked Rachel to record two voice memos for me. One before she went in to vote in the primary, and one right after. I had planned on incorporating those elements into her interview to produce a story. But after I got those voice memos, I knew what she gave me was way better. 
we're here today at Election Day. And my hope, Rachel's hope too, I would imagine, is that you'll go out and vote today. Here's Rachel's story. Hi, um, my name is Rachel Sanchez-Smith, and I'm going to be voting for the first time today. Um, I'm sitting here right outside of the polling station, and there are quite a few cars here. Um, I'm really nervous. Um, A part of me is a little bit afraid that they're going to tell me that I can't vote. I know that I've registered, and I have every all of my paperwork, everything in order, but a part of me is kind of scared that, you know, I'll be another number on the absentee list. But regardless, I am really excited. I've been telling everyone today that I'm gonna go out and vote, obviously, and been telling other people, but we'll see how it goes. I just got done voting. Um, uh, it was really, really exciting. I didn't realize that when you went in there for the first time that the <laughs> people who are in there clap for you if you're a first-time voter. Um, I did men- talk to the lady up front who just checked my um, voter ID card and my um, photo ID, and she said that surprisingly, like in- compared to other elections, that there were a ton of new voters this time. Um, and she was kind of surprised by the numbers. Also, I didn't realize how kind of emotional it would be for me. I mean, I wasn't like breaking down in tears or anything, but it definitely was a pivotal moment and I felt a very big um, source of pride. I didn't get my citizenship until I was, I think, 14. So looking back when I was younger, I didn't think I would ever get the chance or obtain the right to vote in general. So it was really, it was monumental to be able to have that chance. And while I was voting and I was casting um, my vote for the person that I wanted, I just remembered how important it was not just for me to select who I wanted, but to select, you know, to speak up for people who have been disenfranchised. And I'm. it wasn't just my vote, it was the vote for people who have don't have rights my vote wasn't just mine it was for the undocumented those who deserve a path to citizenship my vote wasn't just for me it was for my mom who isn't eligible to register to vote my vote isn't just mine it's for the thousands of kids living in poverty and living behind closed doors that know that their parents might not come back because of ice and all of these terrible ruthless family separation policies who want the best for for themselves and who want the best for their parents so hopefully the candidate that i've voted for will fight for all of those for all of those ideologies and all of those beliefs that i have because we have nothing else but just voting it's a very very powerful very powerful move and i feel like a a lot of the time people who are eligible to register to vote and who have always had the right take it for granted to them it's even a sort a sense of apathy of why would i even go it doesn't matter but they don't realize that it matters to the people who don't have it and there's that saying if you can vote show up for show up for those that can't and that's what i did today i showed up for those that couldn't
Down Ballot is hosted, edited, and produced by me, Matthew Moore. If you've enjoyed this podcast, let me know. You can find me on Twitter, at Matthew R. Moore. Thanks for listening.